Later on, by the way, we're going to talk about Venom. And when a film is good, I like to sort of avoid spoilers because I don't want to ruin it for people because I want to encourage people to go and watch it and enjoy it and have fun things not spoiled. When I don't like a film, let's give the example of G.I. Joe Snake Eyes, I've got no problem giving all sorts of spoilers because if you go and see it, then that's your fault. Um, Venom is one of those movies, so we will talk spoilers. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast. I am Dan. I'm Reg. And uh, it's good, good to be back, Reg. It's always good to be back, Mr. Dan. Yeah. I feel weird if I haven't got a mic in hand. Wait, you're holding your mic. I gave you a table mic, Reg. I know, but it's like big enough for me to just gently <laughs> caress like this. Mm. Okay. Hey, baby. It's, it's okay. I can Good to that be channel. back. That's not an annoying noise at all. Oh. But... <laughs> But it feels so good. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it sounds so good to all our wonderful listeners. Um, but just to like give a little peek behind the curtain, usually, I mean, throughout the week b- between pods, me and Reg will like message each other and be like, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Just regardless of whether we do a pod, it's just, that's just our thing. Um, but, it's what like, friends and, do, Dan. It's yeah, exactly. Do. It's talk about uh, things that really have no actual real meaning and just chat about popular culture and the likes you know nothing important not like how the world's dying and you know all the terrible things going on you know let's talk about how marvel movies have all been pushed back by a few months let's talk about um venom let's talk about splinter cell uh coming out uh all things like that not to give everything away but i was gonna say um, so basically you just told everyone yeah, what this podcast is well, gonna be about some sometimes we get on we maybe haven't talked that much in the week and we get on before we start and we're like, we've got anything to talk about? And you're just like, and you just have a look and you open up a few websites and we're looking, oh, you can talk about that, we can talk about that. This week, yeah, I think uh, I think we're a bit jam-packed, Reg. That's the way we like it, baby. That's what she said. Because for once, I'm not like, uh, quickly, what's this? Right, cool, that's open. I'll just read about this while we talk about that. So it's there's so much to go through. Don't know where to begin. Absolutely. So, <laughs> I think I nothing much really has happened in my life this week. What about you? Um, I've just got one quite slightly entertaining tale, and then that's, okay. that's it. Um, there we go. <laughs> so, I, so, so, I sent you a picture on Saturday, I think it was, or Sunday, um, as I, Ash was working, and I was like, I don't know what to do with Oliver, because the weekend, you know, it's like, you, you run out of fun, free things to do quite quickly with a kid. So everything always ends up being like, right, okay, £15 to go here for an hour or like 10 quid to go here for like 90 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I can't be arsed doing that again. What I'll do is I'll, me and I will just have like one great day where we're just going to go and we're just not going to care about money. Just, just blow it all out of proportion because the next day we're going to be stuck in the house because the weather's crap. So one day I would like a holiday like that. <laughs> yeah so i um i started off the day and was like right what we're we gonna do and he was like mm, breakfast and i was like where would you like to go for breakfast and I was like, you can either have it here we can have it outside we can go to like a cafe or we could go to like mcdonald's or we could go to you know like um what's a not ted hoskins what's the fucking name of that tim um, hortons tim hortons uh <laughs> we, we can go anywhere you want just name it. And he was like, uh, Mackey's. And I was like, Sam, let's go Mackey's breakfast then. So I went Mackey's. And then on the way in the car, he's got this thing with the Smith's catalog, toy catalog, where he likes to circle everything. You know, like we did as kids for like Christmas. Like, oh, I want this. Okay. Like, you don't mean, I, I for, for literally a split second then, I thought you were talking about the Smith's, 
like musical catalog you know the 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 smiths the band oh right the band uh, he's like he's got this real thing for for a bit of morrissey <laughs> every time i get in the car he's, he's like dad please put on some morrissey it would it would make sense for sometimes how he can get in that mood and right, he just walks around swinging flowers just warble into himself um but no exactly. it's the, the toy store um so like he he loves that's his like his daily read like you can't go a day where he won't come sit next to you in the catalog and be like look at all this stuff dad and i'm like i know it's amazing isn't it so we did that and on the way he was pointing to it and i was like you know what sod it should we go to smith's and he was like uh yeah so we went to the mackies in bromborough and went to smith's toy store and he was just like oh my god look at all these toys went running around i was like just choose one just like literally have a toy do whatever you want to do like just choose a toy i'm feeling i'm feeling good today just go what you want and I honestly expected him to be like, I want this Paw Patrol like lookout tower because that's 70 quid. And you said I could have whatever I want. So I'm having this, Dad. Um, but he didn't. He ran up to the little cars figures and was like, I want Jackson Storm. And it was like 3 99 And I was like, you've got the whole shop. And he was like, yeah, I want this. I was like, right, okay. Like he loves cars anyway, like just Hot Wheels or any cars. But he, he has a fascination about the cars from cars. Like he doesn't okay, the Pixar cars. Yeah, Pixar cars. He <laughs> doesn't he's not a massive fan of the films. Like he won't sit there and watch them. But he loves the fact they've got eyes and they can talk. So he's like, Yeah like I'll play with my toys like this. So we got that and then on the way home I was like, Let's get the scenic route. So we went Eastern Ferry, which is like a nice little foresty walk by where mm-hmm. we live. Um it's the first time he's been there, so it took him to like the old bear pit and the fountain and had a lot of mooch around and looked at the river, Mersey, threatened to throw him in. We had a laugh and a giggle. Um <laughs> and then we on the way home I was like, should we go Chester Zoo instead of going home? And he was like, Yeah And I was like, Right, okay. So we went Chester Zoo, as per usual. Now I've talked about this so many times on the pod, but we don't really make it very far at Chester Zoo. Usually it's about like a good 20 minutes in and then he's like, right, okay, I want ice cream and then we'll uh, dick about in the plague park. We didn't even get that far this time around. So we walked in. When you first walk into Chester Zoo, you go through the gates, you've got the elephants on the left and the monkeys right in front. Before you pay, you can go see elephants for oh, yeah, free. Before, yeah, before you pay. But it's obviously amazing. This is after you go through the gate pay. Oh, I know. I'm yeah. just I'm just giving yeah. heads up to skinflints like me who, who like to go to see the elephants for free occasionally. Fair enough. feel like I'm getting one over on the man, the man being Chester Zoo. Nice. Um, do you do that? <laughs> so, um, Thank you. Hey, I went on my second date there with, with my other half. Aw. I mean, it was just literally spur of the moment. We did a few things. And, and you were like, ice cream farm and it was like, let's just go, let's go see three elephants. Yeah, I was going to say, did you literally not even pay for her to go and watch the, look at the rest of the animals? She hates zoos. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, and that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Exactly. That's yeah. how good I am. Nice. Um, yeah, so I was like, right, come on then, let's move forward. So we looked at the elephants. We stomped down the track like an elephant, which is the first time he's ever done that. And I was like, this is amazing. So funny. And then he looked at the face painting and it said like three plus and you can get your face painted. And I was like, mm. so we queued up for it. And he was like getting dead excited watching all the other kids. Um and she looked at him and she was like, how old is your little one? And I was like, three and a half. She was like, oh, right, okay. Um, what would you like to be then? And he's like, Rah. And I was like, you want to be a tiger? And he was like, yeah. So she's like, sit down. So she did the face painting and stuff. And usually he can't bear to be touched around the face. He like rags around. But he was so excited. He sat there, eyes closed really tightly. Because he didn't want to ruin the surprise of what he's going to look like. Um, 
And then she showed him the mirror and stuff, and he was like, oh, rah, this is amazing, rah. And then as I helped him off the chair, he put me on the chair and was like, daddy. And I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, it looks like it's a two for one. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm all right. There's a queue of kids behind me. Don't worry about it. And he's like, no, daddy. And I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so then she's like, you're not getting out of this one. <laughs> so when I got my face done, when I seen the monkeys, and then he was like, right, there's... um." tree like tree trekking thing where you go around on zip wires and stuff like that and i was like yeah go on do that mate let's do that and we'll have an ice cream after it so we did that and then it was literally time to go pick up the wife from from town now i booked in uh, for a restaurant for olive tree brasserie um in town which is quite a nice fancy restaurant in chester um i booked in for that for six o'clock and i was like you know what the three of us are gonna have a nice meal out and it's gonna be lovely um so me and i went home quickly got got a shirt on Ragged it back out again. We went and picked Ash up and we were waiting outside Ash's shop and we hid on the rose, like opposite her shop in Chester. Um, and then when she came out, we both roared like tigers and she was like, what's going on? And we are like, ha ha, and then ran down and I was like, look, Oliver's got his face painted. And she was like, oh, wow, you look like a tiger. And I was like, yep. Now we have got a reservation, babe, for a table. I was like, obviously he looks like a tiger, but you know, forget about that. Hopefully they'll just find that funny and we'll keep going. She was like, yeah, yeah, he's got his face painted like a tiger. It's like, yeah. So we went into all the tree brasserie and the guy just looked at me and was like, um, no shirts, no shoes, no tigers. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, um, <laughs> pointed at sign. Have you got a reservation? I was like, I do indeed. Yes, it's for, um, my name. And he was like, okay, um, want to follow me? And as we were sitting talking, I was like, let's have a photo. And I got the three of us in for a photo together and realised my face still looked like a tiger. And I've been walking around town for like an hour with a face like a tiger with people looking at me. And I'm like, why are people staring at me funny? <laughs> like, yep. Completely forgot. So I was like, oh my God. So we had to sit there and have a meal with me looking like a tiger face <laughs> in this really nice restaurant. Everyone staring at us. And I was like, I, I'm so sorry, babe. It's very rare we get to go out and do anything nice and I've just spoiled the moment. So, uh, so yes, that was that was. Wrong. Sorry, that's that's on them for not appreciating that your child has a tiger face. So you're dad of the year for also having a tiger face. Oh, thanks, mate. You know, I mean, it's like I, I can't believe he would come to such a a lovely restaurant as this with paint on his face. Yeah, I'm sorry. All the women in there have got paint on their face. True dart. Mm. True dart noise. Exactly. Just a bit more flamboyant. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. Sorry. So now we've had the Sorry. one, the one story sideline. Yeah. Shall uh, I segue off something in that? You shall. So you're saying about how he really liked cars, the Pixar cars movies, right? Yes. Right. Why are uh, why have DC decided that now is the time to do a cars style Batman show? Mm. Was this one you didn't see? I don't <laughs> okay. think I saw this one. So. The, one of the the big stories that we will talk about this episode um, later on. By the way, we're going to talk about Venom, and um, I when a film is good, I like to sort of you know avoid spoilers because I don't want to ruin it for people because I want to encourage people to go and watch it and enjoy it and have good you know fun things not spoil. When I don't like a film, let's give the example of GI Joe Snake Eyes. I've got no problem you know a week after it's come out giving all sorts of spoilers because if you go and see it then you know that's your fault um venom is one of those movies so we will talk spoilers and it's only been out what a week and a half week maybe 
Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, so at the weekend was DC Fandome, which I think started, it was when Comic-Con was cancelled, right? Mm-hmm. They decided we'll just do our own thing, um, which is just a, 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 a sort of a live streamed um, but pre-recorded um, set of clips of trailers and behind the scenes and you know sneak peeks at all their new shows and movies and video games and whatnot. Um, anything that's not comics, basically, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think. pretty much. Yeah. Um, and that was at the weekend, and there was lots and lots of stuff, lots of good stuff, a few yeah, things, but things like the Batman got his first trailer, we got our first look at Black Adam, uh, the behind the scenes of the new Aquaman. Um, but yeah, the, the one. I mean, this is something we really don't need to talk about. I just wanted to use it as a segue, but um, there's... There's a TV series that they're doing. Um, let me try and find the name of it. Uh, I know which one you're on about now. I was like, okay. what show is this about? But you're on about Batwheels. Batwheels, that's it. Yeah, so this was announced last year, wasn't it? Okay, but this was the first like clip of it. Yeah. Even though it was announced last year and, the clip, and this was the first clip, it was like, um, this is just pre-visualization test footage. But basically, it is just about, I mean, there are humans in it, which is weird. There are the Batman, Robin and all that are in it, but the Batmobile has a face just like Lightning McQueen does. And they talk because they, they said, hey, I'm going to be voicing uh, Bat, Batmobile or whatever. Bat, I can't remember what he called himself, but it's got some, you know, fun little quirky name. It just mm. it seems it seems really weird. But like I say, that's probably the least important thing about the entire um, the entire fandom. I just wanted to use it as a segue. I'm, I, was, I saw it and was quite confused why they thought that that might be a good idea. At the same time, I'm not the target audience, I it, guess. No, it's it's aimed at preschoolers. So I was showing Oliver yeah. this ages ago when they showed you like yeah. a couple of the, the pictures. So you've got um obviously Bats the, the Batmobile. Bats, that's it. Um you've got BB the Batgirl's motorcycle, um Red, which is Robin's car, the Red mm-hmm. Bird, and Jet the Batwing, um yeah. Buff the Bat Truck. Yeah, which is like a four by four uh thingy uh yeah, one of those huge monster trucks, that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, sorry, Bam is the Batmobile. Bam, that's it. Bam. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's interesting. But Oliver was like, ooh, because he loves Batman and he loves cars. So mm. he was like, sold. Yeah. Like, fair enough. <laughs> I can see that. And Ethan Hawke is going to be playing Batman. Really? Yep. And um, and we've also, there's going to be the the first, like, um, non-comic version of the, uh, I, I forget the actual character's name but the the black robin um because they I, I can't remember how long ago they did it but they created a new he, he got a new boy wonder and um yeah so it's going to be the first All tv right. or film or whatnot version of that character which is interesting and yeah, that's what yeah. Say. but anyway let's not dwell on this because there was lots 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 more so how how much have you watched red i probably should have to sort of prepared you for this say so make sure you watch these trailers i I watched everything apart from obviously that trailer i think <laughs> about that yeah like kids stuff right let's move on so um let's talk about the the batman to start with um we we'd had to. okay so we had a while back like a, a little like a proper minimal teaser version right mm-hmm. and then while this was dubbed as a teaser it's it's gives quite a lot more of i guess the look of the show of the show of the film, um, it was really cool seeing a lot of stuff. I, I don't know whether how much you recognise, but they filmed loads of it in Liverpool, and it was just like every other scene was just like, oh, that's that, oh, it's there, oh look, yeah. 
So it's quite interesting seeing that coming from that sort of area. Um, yeah, but what were your thoughts then? That you sounded like you weren't that fussed. Hated it. Okay. Really did not like it. Hey, so when he's when Robert Patterson is Bruce Wayne, why does he really look like he wants to be Nightwing? Okay. Like this fucking haircut is ridiculous. Like, if he wants to be Nightwing, let there be a Nightwing show. That is one that's coming out, but let that be separate. He looks nothing like Bruce Wayne. Don't like him like that at all. Genuinely thought the penguin was Falcone up until okay. I had to really look at the nose and be like, fuck me, they've done a really good job on Colin Farrell. Like, that's an amazing job for Colin Farrell. But yeah, that wasn't, that, was, that didn't scream penguin out to me at all. You messed that up. The Riddler could be quite entertaining, but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. The Robert Patterson's voice is just horrendous. The only the bit that got me was when he bangs on the window and he's like, what have you done? And I couldn't understand what he said. And it sounded, it just, yeah, that, that bit, it almost made it seem like a, a joke of the the typical Batman voices. Um, but the rest of the trailer seemed okay to me. I like the Batmobile's the awful. It. Don't like the Batman, the Batmobile at all. It's far, okay. Scene. What they're going for is definitely far less sort of, um, I guess, comic-y and far less superhero-y and much more just like he's a, a rich vigilante. So it doesn't feel like it fits in with the DCEU at all, um, which might be a good thing. You know, I mean, we've been stepping that way slowly but surely, haven't we, in terms of far more, far darker versions with yeah. the Dark Knight trilogy. Maybe the, the, the Batfleck version maybe stepped it back into the sort of comic-y version. Um, but, but this one looks like it's out the Fast and Furious. Mm. It just it doesn't, doesn't look great. I'm not a I'm not a fan of it at all to be honest. I'm <laughs> I'm curious to to see where it goes. To be honest, like um there there wasn't enough in the trailer to make me go holy cow this is amazing, but it definitely didn't sort of put me off. It made me more intrigued to see exactly where they're going. I had a feeling that it was going to be a lot more you know a lot darker. Every time they're like people are like yeah, I want a darker Batman. I want this. I want this. So I'm curious to see where they go yeah, with it. The the only thing that had a slight redeeming feature was the fight scene with the flashing lights that are blinking mm-hmm. and they're going in and out, reminded me a bit of the uh, Batfleck warehouse scene. Yeah. And I was like, that, see, looks, I, that looks all right. I think that's going to be the style of the whole movie. I think it is going to be really brutal fight scenes. Yeah. Um, which, like, I, I mean, that can only be a good thing. But yeah. Yeah, it's getting past, I guess, getting used to him as as. Batman. It's just a different style of Batman, isn't it? And a different style of Bruce Wayne and whatnot. But I mean I I don't remember thinking much about the casting of Christian Bale when when they announced that. Um so there's always I don't think there's ever been anyone announced as Batman who people have ever gone, Oh yeah, I mean perfect for it. Even like Michael Keaton. I I remember listening to a Kevin Smith podcast where he was talking about when like huge Batman fan and then the eighty nine Batman got announced and they were like Michael Keaton's going to be playing it and he was like just started listing all the films that he'd been in up to that point and he kept fixating on the film that he was in called Mr. Mom Um, and he was just like how have they got this sort of comedian guy he just tends to do comedy films and they're making him as Batman yeah that worked out really well every time it tends to work out pretty well Mm. except for except for George Clooney and Val Kilmer but never mind (laughs) moving on 
Yeah. Mm. Um, but then, I mean, that was the only kind of proper full trailer, right? But yeah. then we did get sneak peeks of the uh, Flash, uh, of Aquaman, and of um, Black Adam. Oh, and Black Adam and Shazam. Actually, pretty much everything. Like we've gone how many years now without a DC film? What was the last one? Oh, it Suicide was, Squad, I suppose. Yeah. Suicide yeah. Squad and then the Schneider yeah. cut, wasn't it? Before that, just yeah, it doesn't really count. That that was just a re-release, you know. Yeah, um, I, I genuinely forgot Shazam Two was coming out. Mm. So I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I mean, Shazam well. was was decent. I can't really it's fault right. that. It, it didn't didn't tend to fall into the the usual DC movie tropes of like you know fights, 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 and then humongous fight where everything gets destroyed and thousands of people would have died, but for some reason they don't acknowledge it. Um, so I'm curious to see the second one because uh, it seems like a harder movie to make now. Now you've got you suddenly went from having this one Shazam. To then having like what six of them? Yeah, the so army. It, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to bring all those characters in to this movie and give them, you know, do you, do, you, do you, how much do you include them? Do you give them their own sort of stories and screen time, or do you still focus on the the main, the Zachary Levi Shazam? So don't know. Um, Aquaman, that's one I forgot they were going to be making. But, oh right, okay. <laughs> but why not? Because it was the biggest grossing DC movie they've you know out, out of the bunch of them. And apparently um, it's going to get a more mature feel to it, this one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, they always say that. But he said the same thing. It's like it's a, um, you know, globe-trotting, huge adventure romp or whatever. And that's what I didn't like about it. I thought, like, I don't know, it felt really disjointed, the first one, because it was it just had this section in the middle where the, they him and Mira went off to be, like, this Indiana Jones adventure. And it just seemed to be lumped in the middle for them to like let's let's at least move the story on by making him travel around the world and then oh look it's his mom yeah yeah um so I mean I was never going to be excited for that film and and at the same time I I can't believe the characters were coming back I genuinely thought that I can't remember the guy's name but Patrick Wilson's character who the the bad guy um yeah was the old prince one, or king it? or whatever I didn't realize I thought he. I mean, I, I can't remember enough of the movie, but when I saw that he was going to be in it again, I thought that they'd done with him. And same for Black Manta. I thought they killed him, but I don't know, clearly not. Yeah, now he's got a new suit, look suit, hasn't he, and stuff. Yeah, so it's just bringing back the characters from the first one. And mm. Black Manta was so one-dimensional, like the whole origin of him when Aquaman supposedly killed his dad and it just... It, I, I watched it again recently because my other half decided she hadn't seen it and wanted to wanted to watch it. So I um yeah I sort of indulged her, um and it just it was worse the second time to be honest. Um, <laughs> now the Flash, I was kind of looking forward to a bit after watching yeah. the Snyder cut because the new stuff they brought in for the Flash, um made it look like it it could be pretty interesting, um. And the other part of it is how they're going to tie it in with the whole their version of the multiverse. With um, like everyone knows by now that Michael Keaton's Batman is going to be in it. So I don't know why why tease it in the trailer because that was the big thing. It was we're going to tease that there is Batman in this, but we're not going to show you which Batman. But we are going to play the music from Danny Elfman's uh, Batman theme from the nineteen eighty nine Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone everyone knows. Just just show him to us. So, I don't know, but the 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 one weird thing about it 
wasn't even the trailer itself. It, the, it was intro the introduction. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was that about? It's like, yeah, we're hard at work at the, at the film. Uh, we can't show anything because we don't have the footage for it. Um, yeah. So here's, here's this me. Is, this really isn't a trailer. This isn't a teaser. This is just some footage. Yeah, the video is literally called teaser trailer. Flash teaser trailer. <laughs> yeah. All the comments are like, you know, what? Yeah, what's going on? I, I it's the one that I that I was looking forward to the most out of seeing all of them. Um, yeah. So having a couple of quick snippets, I was like, mm. the one thing I really liked from it was the scene where he arrives at the house. Because mm-hmm. I think no matter how they interpret that, if the if it's done well, it will always give you shivers because you yeah. know the effect of what's going to happen. Yeah. And that has it for me on this one. But it didn't. It didn't look any different to um, the one on the show. <laughs> yeah, to the one on the TV show. Even to the point where you know the house just looked like if if they if that had been edited into the flash tv show i wouldn't have noticed it just well, felt he like he was wearing gold not... boots done okay fair enough and they changed his, his lightning now to from blue to yellow yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah i don't know i don't it doesn't look to me like it's going to add anything new to that part of the story um but i guess you, you know they've got to rely on the people then who haven't sat and watched all of the flash yeah um so maybe well, that's it, isn't it? because it is it is going to be the majority of this is just fan service to try and get people on seats yeah. ready to try and kickstart something again after the the failure that was the the DCEU yeah um, so is the is, is this because it's 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 um flashpoint yeah where he changes one thing in the past and then um that changes the whole universe it's no way so, home yeah yeah, Wait, well, yeah, no, absolutely, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've, they've all done it, haven't they? Let's I know. It. So, but is that is is the point of this that they are going to try and explain why? Excuse me, why things are so different in all the different films? Why they're not connected? I think it's going to need to. I think all it's going to do is that it, this could either be the beginning of something or it can be the end of it all, and then they're just going to carry on doing. The separate, hey, yeah, look, we're just going to do awesome films that don't need to interconnect. And this is the reasons why, right? This is in this universe and this. And I'll be more than happy with that. Not everything needs to have a connected universe. So I'll be content with if it goes out that way. But if they can bring it back and just set something up that's going to be great. Yeah. You know, like a Batman of the Future or whatever from this, that'll be be awesome. Like, I'll be buzzing with that. Um, But yeah, I. I I had made my my doubts deny about the Flash film anyway, just due to yeah, the fact yeah. it was Urza Miller and not um, Ezra Miller, sorry, not Urza, Ezra Miller and not Grant Gustin. But now I'm out of that completely. I I quite liked him in the Snyder yeah, we've Cut. Both so given up on any of the Arrowverse. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's nice now to have like a ooh, this could actually be quite good. And actually, yeah. out of all of them, this is the one that I will, you know, hundred percent be looking forward to going to see, even if it is going to let me down massively. I'm excited to go see it. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and then the last movie was Black Adam then. So, I mean, this was purely just, um, look, everyone, we've got The Rock on our on our show, on our live stream. Yeah. We're not really going to show you much at all, but look, it's The Rock. But what we do show you looks awful. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, again, it was really early days footage. Um, but, it, I mean... I don't think a lot of people know much about Black Adam. It just, I mean, first of all, it's, it seems like a, it's a very, very odd name for a character that 
for for a film nowadays. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just like I, I get what you're focusing <laughs> on, the, you know, his name's Adam and he's black. That doesn't sound like something that would fly nowadays. At the same time, they're clearly just, you know, well, we're staying true to the comics. This is what it is. This is what it's called. Um, because it just comes across, at least from the trailer, like the like a bad guy in a Shazam movie, which mm-hmm. is essentially what he is. Um and I don't think people expect that expected that um, you know because he says at the beginning and he's been going on for ages. This is his passion product pro- project. Dwayne Johnson saying this is my I've been you know fixated on make, making this film a reality for for half a decade you know longer. Um, this is like uh, Ghost Rider to Nicolas Cage. Do you know what I mean? Bloodshot to Vin Diesel. This yeah. is his thing. Um, but what people don't realize think is that he's a bad guy, or at least yeah. like an antihero. Because at least this maybe showed people that that he is not, the, you know, he's not just another good guy superhero. He is the villain in the in the film, and it's odd to then, other than Suicide Squad, which you know, they're designed to be characters that you like and find funny and whatever. The an- proper antiheroes. This guy just looks like I don't know. Doesn't look like he's got anything redeeming. So we'll I'll, I'll see what direction they take it in. I guess. Mm. Yeah, it. it I wasn't a, a massive fan of the idea of this anyway. Um, and it's nothing against The Rock because, you know, even though he's not the world's greatest actor, like, you know, I enjoyed him in Jungle Cruise. And again, that was another passion project for him. Mm. So when he puts his heart and soul into something, it should hopefully come out good. But it was after the, or it's either after the trailer or in the trailer, I can't quite remember, but they had the little snippet from um, Pierce Brosnan, who was like, you know, I've been James Bond and I've seen a lot of stuff and yeah. nothing compared to this. And I was like, this is going to be shit. Yeah, I hate, I hate when they do interviews like I'm that. I'm just like... And it's... And her, which one was it in? Was it Helen Mirren in one of the films? And they interview her. Maybe it's another trailer that I watched recently. But she's just like, it's it's amazing. It's just all oh, this stuff. We Like, no, no, you don't care. It you really don't care. I'm sure she was... Who is is she the psychiatrist in Venom 2? No. No. No, it's not in Venom. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it is that the new one or is it Fast and Furious? So there's one film in She's in she's, she's, she's in Fast and Furious. Um she's in a couple of them. She's like a, a sort of a fixer. She there's a bit where she where I think she's like, you know, a gangster sort of thing. Um, right, okay. And she's I don't know whether she's related to I can't remember. I don't really care. But um no, she was in She's in a trailer recently. I'm sure it was one of the DC ones where it's just it's flicking between all the different characters. Yeah, no, it is. It's Shazam. Um, she's oh, yes, be, it is. Yes, it's, yeah, it's of course. Her <laughs> and oh, who else playing the two bad, but bad guys, bad girl, you know, bad characters, the, the you know, the baddies. <laughs> That's right, there you go. The bad, um, the who, the what? Yeah. Someone else, I forget who the other person is, but that was it. And it was, you know, flicking between all the, you know, on-camera interviews with people going, yeah, and we have all this stuff and explosions and it's bigger and better than the last one. And she's and she does the same sort of thing. And I'm just like, you don't you don't care. You've just been told, like, yeah, just big up this movie. This, this is a paycheck for you and, you know, good on you. Fair enough. <laughs> you, do, you do the action movies, the big, massive movies where you get millions of dollars so you can then do your, you know super mega low budget oscar contending films yeah <laughs> that's that's what you do that that is the thing you know so i get that but it's they're always the same those 
you you'll get the uh, sort of the uh, the younger actors and whatnot, and then you will get the veteran actors like Pierce Brosnan and Alan Mirren, who just sound like they're just they're absolutely sort of reading from a script for the payday. Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, now the last thing that we saw, um, in fact, there was a there was a TV show as well, which looked like a fan made trailer. It was very bad, and it's for a f- is it no show? Yeah. Which I'm intrigued to find out why, you know, how it turns out. As long as this was just a, right, we need a trailer to show, because it, the acting in it, the just the whole premise of this short little was trailer, awful, so <laughs> bad, so 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 bad. But it is like, a CW show, so yeah, I know. Yeah. But worse than worse than any of those, like it was really bad. Yeah, because I suppose you've got um, we've got the likes of um, HBO Max have got the DC universe stuff so they got um i forget what what was their what was dc streaming platform called because that just got wrapped up in in hbo max right yeah it did, so yeah. so doom patrol um the uh the titan show. titans that's it yeah that's all going on to that swamp thing yeah that. yeah which yeah mm. um but the, the 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 i think one of the two best things i saw out of all the trailers though and I did nearly forget about this because I was like, there's only one TV show. Uh, it was it's the not, Peacemaker trailer. Yeah, I was about to say. Which that just looks, looks so good. Brilliant. Really good. Yeah, I'm I mean, really it, looking forward to that. Again, when we talked about Suicide Squad, John Cena's Peacemaker character, like, just, I mean, he's he was perfect for it in the same way that um, Batista in Guardians of the Galaxy, Drax was just perfectly on his level in terms of, acting skills needed and it just it works so well same same goes for john cena you know great in i'm sure he's he's good in little in his the comedy movies and whatnot that he does but this just seemed right on tone with him um and to the point where i sort of you sort of you're buying into him as one of these anti-heroes and then spoilers towards the end of the movie he turns out to be one of the real villains but you're still like almost on his side you're still like oh you know he 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 kind of makes his case and you're still like, oh, okay, this maybe I still like this guy. Um, yeah, 100%. And then they kill him off and then they bring him back. And I was at that point, I was like, I, not, not just because they killed him, it was more just how he came across. I was like, I don't know how they're going to make a TV show out of this guy because everyone, like, you, you hate him, yet suddenly he sort of fully redeems himself without actually redeeming himself and makes you go all right yeah i would watch a tv show with this guy in and now the trailers come along and it's i mean it looks just looks great it looks perfect for it um and i think it was the um it's majority of the team from suicide squad as well isn't it the sort of the behind the scenes team that amanda waller gets together yeah it is indeed and the fact that it's james gunn that wrote all eight episodes as well which is coming through i didn't know he wrote it i knew he had something to do with it yeah he's wrote all eight and i think he directed four or five of the episodes the episodes as well um so it's it's going to be awesome and at the end like there's a little bit of it when you had a mini interview with uh, john cena and he was like yeah he's like and if i can carry on playing peacemaker after this you know i'm down for that like he's had so much fun hmm. playing peacemaker and you can tell as well and like john cena is one of those guys it sounds really daft to talk about this but when you see him on total divas <laughs> and like the, the total bellas like he is he's got such a regimented like 
feel to it. Like he had to do set things when he was part of the WWE. It was like in his contract, mm. you have to do like X amount of movies, X amount of shows, like appearances. You have to do this. You have to do that. And then as soon as he come out of that, he was like, now I can pick and choose what I want to do. Like he's so minted. It's ridiculous. So he doesn't, like he said himself, I don't really need to work, but I miss it. Mm. So I, I pick and choose what I want to do. And when James Gunn come up to him and was like, I'd love you to play Peacemaker. He was like, mm, I've, Read that like, he's read that like, he loves his comments, so he's like, I read little bits. I'll get back to you once I know this is a character I want to play. Okay. And then he came back to him and was like, Where do I sign up? And he was like, This character sounds brilliant, and he literally went like balls to the wall to try and be Peacemaker. Yeah, from um, the trailer, literally. Yeah, it was just a bit when the eagle hugs him and he's just like, <laughs> yeah. Look, Dad, look, Dad, he's hugging me. I don't want to move. He's don't get me. I don't want to move. <laughs> it's amazing. Get the camera. Yeah. It's just. Uh, yeah, it's perfect. Like, I can't wait no, to see that show. Yeah. It's going to be brilliant. Because he was one of the highlights in the Suicide Squad film. Him and King Shark. Yeah. Perfect. So Yeah, that's that is that film is the opposite of most of the time I'll watch a film um, and I'll be like, it, it, I'll either like it straight away or I'll be like, yeah, that was all right. And then the more I think about it, the more I dislike it. That that's the opposite. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know what? I actually really did enjoy that, and I, I'm forgetting about all the maybe the little flaws in it, to the point where I like I just really want to watch it again. So yeah. I can't. Yeah, I, I I can't wait for that series. Um, but yeah, the other thing they they showed was a couple of game trailers. Um, mm. in fact, three game trailers. There's a there's a a, a crypto the super dog video game coming out, Ooh. which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely looks like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah, it, it's having a cartoon <laughs> spin-off as well, isn't it? So that's going straight to Nickelodeon. Yeah. I think with, it is. With Blooming, well, it's it's got a film. Oh, it's, it's a film. Gonna, there's going to be a film, and it's yeah. got it's got The Rock doing a voice. So, <laughs> don't know what's going on there. Come on, DCEU. Mm. Kind of, yeah, kind of that. Um, yeah, it's The Rock and um, and Kevin Hart. So yeah. obviously, anyway. Um, yeah, so there's that. But then there were so the 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 Arkham Asylum games, the Arkham series, was originally made by Rocksteady, right? Yep. And then um as with a lot of sort of series, they the 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 publisher, which in this case Ubisoft, right? Correct Warner me if I'm Brothers, wrong on any of this. Montreal. Warner Brothers. Okay, so Warner Brothers. They a lot of these proje- like um companies like to like like to have perpetual sequels every few years. Like, come on, let's make another one. Rocksteady weren't up for that, so they farm it off to another studio. So the game sort of alternated between being great and all right, in the same way that the likes of, um, I guess, Assassin's Creed was doing it for a little bit, wasn't it? They sort of yeah, split and, between the studios. And, and Call of Duty was Call, like yeah. the the ultimate one, isn't it? Yeah, Where people are like, mm, yeah, I like the Treyarch ones, but the other ones, no, no exactly. Um, so. Now that series has, has sort of wrapped up, um, both those studios now have gone off to do their own DC games. So you've got a Suicide Squad game and you've got um, Gotham Knights, which is all the Batman sidekick characters. Yeah. Um, and there was trailers for both. Now, so the Suicide Squad trailer, we'd already seen at E3, like a pretty decent looking trailer. Um, it looks like it really plays off the film. Which, as we just said, is a decent thing. Yeah, um, but it tried far too hard. Do you think? Yeah, see, I, out of the two, that was the one that I thought looked 
looked the best. That looked most intriguing. But again, um, it didn't show you any gameplay footage. I suppose. I suppose. I mean, a little just... bit. It, it. See that and some of the recent stuff I've seen for the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which is out in like a, what a couple of weeks, right? It is, in yeah. November, something like that. I didn't realize it was so soon. Um, it almost feels like the Spider-Man game has really forced a lot of um, a lot of these superhero games to like sort of up their their game. Oh yeah, hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. Um, and like, and be really, really story driven, and you know, have the humor. Right, complete opposite of the Avengers game. Um, yeah, this you know. Th- so, I, I know this trailer was a was a lot more sort of story driven, but I think that was what appealed to me. Granted, yeah, you are right. They didn't show enough gameplay, if anything. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But going by, you know what they did with some of the Arkham games, like the, the at least the original. Um, surely that sets a good precedent, I'd say, that this should play pretty well. Yeah, it's just it's intriguing to know, are you flipping between guys on the fly? Are you going to have set missions where people yeah. do it? Like, they I give no, that's more no explanation about how, how it's going to work. Is it multiplayer, single player? Like, the, you know, it, you're going to be going like, like Gotham Knights. Mm. You know, are you going to be able to play as like just one of the team? Yeah. Or like Gotham Knights, are you literally having to go in as the full squad, either yeah. AI or is it going to be people controlled? You can't just like go in by yourself. You've got to have it, all. At least with the footage they showed from mm-hmm. that, it looks like it's going to be each character doing their own thing. So I don't know whether it's going to be that multiplayer, but at the same time, like, like I say, that studio is sort of known for that slight, slightly lower quality. So maybe they are going to be influenced by the studio to be like, no, we want this to be a multiplayer thing and whatnot. We want the co-op. We want the, you know, the game. I, I mean, at least it's not going down games as a service sort of route. Yeah, well, I know they've came out and said we're 100% not doing that. So yeah. that, that's good. And yeah. that's probably the only redeeming thing about it. Because yeah. it doesn't look good. Well, the, the, only, the only thing that I thought looked okay, see, I was worried, like, because the, the later games... Especially the ones made by by what's the name of the company that did that one? It's just the... War, it was Warner Brothers Montreal that did. The, okay, um, so um, they the only late... did the one. It was still Rocksteady that did uh, Arkham Knight, which was the Batmobile one. Okay, and then yeah, so the the later games they tended to to try and expand out to the whole city, right? Rather than just having the first game, you've got yeah. Arkham Asylum, and it's just really atmospheric in that you're stuck in this one sort of area. That looks more like this because it looks like you're in sort of, you know, the catacombs underneath the Court of Owls lair or whatnot. So it's going to be a bit more linear in that way. And that, to me, was a good thing. You're on about Gotham Knight? Yeah, Gotham Knight. Yeah, yeah no, that's open world. That's, oh, okay. that's, it's literally... So the trailer doesn't make a good job of, of showing no, no, that. No. <laughs> you, you, you're going to be here, there and everywhere, literally as, as, the, as the foursome running through um always together the the downside is it's the court of owl story which is a fucking great story as mm. well and they've gone and been like yeah let's do it in a four-player co-op thing so you're just not going to be paying any attention to the story because you're going to have fucking guys here there and everywhere because you always get one when you're doing a multiplayer game like that that's just like yeah not bother about the story let's go destroy stuff let's skip this let's do mm. that and just talks all the way through everything like any story missions you get they're just skipping the dialogue to get to the game you're like great but it's just, yeah, there's something about it. It just doesn't, it doesn't look great no. at all, which is a shame because, like I said, I loved the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. I, I even really enjoyed Origins. 
Uh, admittedly, it wasn't as good as City, but it was better than fucking Arkham Knight. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, it's a shame they've they've gone this route. I mean, I might be wrong. I really hope I am wrong, and I hope it's great. But I've got I've got a nagging voice in the back of my head. It's just saying this isn't going to be good. Mm. Well, we'll um, see. We'll see what happens. They're all due next year sometime, right? They are indeed. <laughs> um, okay, though. We'll, we'll leave Venom till last because then at least people who don't want spoilers can sort of dip out before the end of the show. Um, and we'll talk about something. We probably actually don't really know that much about it, but um, last night there was... I'm not even sure where the rumours came from, but I saw it pop up on Reddit this morning. It was trending on Reddit um, that there is... It's always been rumoured, but there seems to be a lot more evidence now to point to the fact there's going to be a new Splinter Cell game, which Mm. if anyone who's listened to this show for a while will know that me and Reg have been just like dying for a new Splinter Cell game for I don't even know how long... Like from from when they um they put him in as a as a DLC character on was it Ghost Recon Ghost Recon Wildlands. yeah Wildlands, um, mm. which then suddenly like well, okay they've they've made a new character model they've done all that that surely that means that they are still invested in that character and they've you know let's let's get a new game on the go, um, but we've still had absolutely zero until now where there seems to be a rumor to say it's going to be coming and there's going to be an announcement early 2022 which is still blooming ages off and that's only an announcement yeah i mean it, it it's frustrating because like you said so we so we had the 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 thing where someone leaked the model of sam fisher and everyone's like holy shit we're gonna get a new a new splint sounds like hey he's gonna be in ghost recon wildlands i'm like mm. god damn it and then like in in 2019 um i think it was 2019 and 2018 i can't remember when siege came out um but they were like oh yeah we're also going to be able to add him into siege as well and i'm like mm-hmm. what? what like just you've got the mod don't go using it and then they're like oh yeah we're also going to put him in a, a i don't know if this is still going ahead or not but there was a, a vr rumor wasn't that they're going to do a, a splint cell vr game mm. um and then that that's just trickled nowhere now so i was like i wonder if that's what they were doing that with might it. be it that might so, be all it is but I, I genuinely hope that there's rumor that this is a mainline, a mainline one. So mm. you know, it'd be interesting because they they've done the um the the mobile game where they've you know where you get your, your Tom Clancy team together yeah. to do all that sort of stuff. So he's in that. He's got an anime on its way. Uh, apparently, well, we're talking about this. Yeah, the the VR game apparently is still potentially coming through. Yeah. Well, hopefully it comes back. Hopefully it's the same as it used to be, and I get the sort of the same feeling i did play in the first two or three um and i hope they get michael ironside back i mean it, it's got to be michael ironside and yeah because uh, which one was it was a conviction that didn't have him in or black, blacklist, that, didn't blacklist have him so that was the last one yeah and that went the metal gear solid route of stealth is optional you can go ahead and just like not be stealthy yeah. which isn't splint the, the beautiful thing about splint cell was it was pure stealth shoot mm. out the lights Try and sneak past, knock out guards, panic whenever you see anyone. Literally have to have a think about every single move you make. And then mm. Conviction and Blacklist would just like, go for it, lads. Just do whatever you want to do, run and gun if you want to. I'm like, no, that's not my splinter cell. So I hope it goes back to old school stealth. That would be good. I mean, uh, the uh, on the Reddit article about it, um, people were saying, yeah, they, 
it was when when they lost Michael Ironside that it went downhill and people complained about it and someone chimed in and said he only didn't do it because he had he was getting treated for throat cancer at the time yeah. and everyone was like oh oh okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it was just uh yeah we have no other choice here yeah um, 100%. i'm not uh like eh, hey, let's move on let's let's cast Kiefer sutherland as snake instead of instead of having david hater yeah. sort of situation where it's just like yeah let's just get someone better mm. but he has it was him that voiced um sam fisher in the sort of the in the ghost recon stuff right it was indeed yeah so, so he's back Hopefully, hopefully, it just fits too well. Um, okay, so I think we're we're sorted, right? There's nothing else to talk about now apart from Venom. Uh, yeah, sure. What else did you want to talk about? I mean, I'm happy. I I was just going to do my usual. This is what I've been up to, playing wise, game wise, with me on the game. Oh, Pass of and, course, because Red just recently got um got Game Pass. Yeah, so I will just say because all the other stuff's quite old at playing, but Back for Blood, mm. which has just come out, which is the um Left Left for Dead team making a new Left. For it Dead. is. It's a spiritual successor. Um, yeah. But it's the complete opposite of Left for Dead in a way. So okay. Left for Dead is you are survive like literally just survivors trying to escape somewhere. That are just like, right. I don't want to be here. Like, we need to get out of here. Back for Blood is basically you are mercenaries that are like, you're here to fix the problem of, you know, the zombies or the outbreak, wherever it is. It's in that area that okay. like you're right. you're assigned to go there. So instead of having like, you know, a shotgun that you might be all right with or, you know, trying to find anything to use as a weapon, you go in the specialists on this one. So you get like, you know, these big, huge, chunky weapons and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and it's got like a card system which you use to, to play with as well. So it, it always adds something new to the run, uh, which always makes it interesting. So you start off with like generic cards you choose. You know, like, do you want like five extra bullets in your clip or do you want to reload faster and that sort of stuff but then you get some very interesting um cards that go through which will have special effects on zombies and that sort of stuff so it it always changes up your play style and then you've got the generic sort of like do you want to be the tank do you want to be the healer do you want to be like you know uh, like dps like how do you want to play it so it's like a proper like class system going into it as well so it's it's really really fun but at its core yeah if you don't want to know any of that it's left for dead but you know a bit more chaotic Okay. So yeah, it's very very enjoyable, and it's on Game Pass. So you know, mm. go out and play it. Yeah, I know that. Well, just from the the stuff I read, they did the beta not too long ago, and there were quite a few issues with it. People weren't that impressed with it, but I think it was just because it wasn't quite ready yet. So it sounds like they've sorted most of the problems out. Yeah, fingers crossed. I've only come across like a few little like glitches type stuff, um, mm. and like yeah, multiplayer games will always have issues because. You can't ever perfect it in that sort of line of sense. Like people are always accidentally break yes. something in it, or will but at least they're always they're always like a long term investment in that these companies are like right, yeah, we're not just releasing a game and it's done. We're releasing a game and we're constantly, constantly going to be working on it to improve everything, basically. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's never sort of done and dusted. So hopefully, it does get better and better as, as it goes along. Um, yeah, and you're playing it on your um, between your phone and your laptop, right? I am indeed. Because you don't own an Xbox, so it's I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. And it it it's I'd like I've I won't go into it because we talk about Venom, but the Jet Game Pass is just such a great thing. Like you were saying, you completed like a dragon, and you were going to move on, and I'm like, yeah, I might play that because I can literally play it on my phone as soon as it's a checkpoint and Ash goes to bed or whatever, just pick the laptop up and carry on. 
Mm. Like, that's the thing I love about it. It's just so, like, yeah, like the Switch, you know, like, oh, finish docking, pick it up, carry on playing. You just got to hit a save point bit first. But apart from that, it, it's it's awesome. And there's just so many titles on there. It's such a yeah, great, absolutely. great tool. Yeah. So. I was, like, I, I talked many pod- podcasts ago about, I was on the fence about getting a, a new Xbox. Um, and I haven't done it. And I think the problem problem is as well, I, I looked at my pile of games for my PlayStation and was like, yeah, no, I need to get through these first. As soon as I've sort of starting to run out of games that I really want to play that are on my PlayStation, then I'll maybe make the leap. But but the fact that you're you know you're not even playing them on an Xbox, no. it just shows how far that's come because the 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 streaming system is from everything I'm hearing is actually amazing. It is so I've not had any issues. The only no. the only time I did was when I was on a a team call. Uh, so I also used my bandwidth anyway, and then I was trying to play right. Gears Tactics on that and add a little bit of screen tear. And okay. I'm like, but that's, you know, by the by, the streaming on it is, is brilliant. And the, they keep adding to the old games, like touch control to make it playable on the phone and, oh, and right, okay. so they keep doing loads of stuff to it. So if your game hasn't got it now, it doesn't mean it won't always have it. They keep yeah, adding. So something like, like Gears Tactics especially yeah. isn't a constant it is. It's it's probably pretty well catered towards a touchscreen. Yeah, it's, it's it's done so. done really really well. So that happened yes. last, yesterday. They added the um, the touch touchpad to it. Nice. I was like awesome. So now I started playing that along with like the seven other games I'm currently playing on Game Pass. That I'm like I need to do. like I never give Near Automata a chance. I like, ever because no. I was like yeah no. it's supposed to be all right but I'm really not bothered. They added touchpad to it, so I was sitting at work on my dinner. And I was like, "Let's see what it's like." And it's mm. fucking brilliant. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. let's give that a shot at some point." It's it's from that that sounds like my sort of game as well. It's just that it's a um, it's quite an investment of time. Yeah, <laughs> I always get stuck on these these games to be like, right, yeah, okay, I'll give them a try, and then I look at how long it takes to do the main story, and then do all the side quests and all that sort of stuff. And you're talking like you know eighty to hundred hours on these sorts of games, and like don't think i've got that you know like you say the yakuza games so it's yakuza kiwami 2 i'm playing and it's um you know it's it's like 20 25 hours for the main story and then if you want to take up all the little side quests and stuff like that it'll stretch it to maybe sort of 30 35 um but that's a that's a decent amount of time that'll sort of take me about a month to play through with the odd couple of hours here and there um so I don't mind that sort of stuff, but yeah, as soon as it as soon as it goes to like a proper full JRPG, I'm like, I really want to play. Like, I really want to play um, the Last Dragons Quest. And I'm Nino Kuni playing as the well. Last Dragons Quest at the minute as well. Yeah, but the downside is I can't do that bit on my phone at the minute with the right, touchpad okay. just because there's a jumping bit in it. I've managed to play it for like 18 hours or something, but I've got to get okay. to a set bit. <laughs> All right. And like my so my switch onto your laptop. Yeah, like my thumbs are just too fat. So the okay. minute it goes to like move up or like jump, I accidentally press the R trigger, which runs. Nice. So I come right off the thing and it's been doing me adding. So I'm like, you know what? At some point when I boot up the lappy, I'll get past that bit, save it, and then I can carry on with home. It's so mm. good though. Absolutely. See, I've just been blowing. I'm not, I won't even say addicted because it's not, it, I'm, I'm not like, oh, this is amazing. I need to play this. But um, you were always talking about Disney Emoji Blitz. Yeah. Um, so I installed um, Pop Vinyl Blitz, Funko Pop Blitz, the other day, purely because um, they had, up until yesterday, uh, a Jane Silent Bob event going on. 
So you could get uh, you could get Jay, you could get Silent Bob, you could get Iron Bob, you could get Mubi, and you could get Dante. Um, nice. Um, and I was like, let me see how many of these I can get. And from experience, these sorts of games, whenever there's an event, you've got to really spend money on getting coins and things if you want any chance of getting everything and especially leveling up all these characters. And, you know, it's always like, right, you'll collect these as you go through this event. And the more of these you get, you'll unlock extra things. And the top, top, top prizes are always nigh on impossible unless you are playing every single chance you get, you know, um, buying extra hearts and all sorts of stuff. This is the first game I've ever played like this where I literally I completed the entire event and got every single character I could and max leveled this legendary uh, pop vinyl of Silent Bob. And I was like, nice. I'm genuinely surprised that happened. Yeah, it's the same um, as the, the Disney one I'm playing. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Really I don't know. I mean, great. I'm, it sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm just more yeah, surprised. That you yeah, really, genuinely. It. it was like that with um, the, like the, the opposite with um, the Sumsum game, which is a really similar concept. But yeah, if you wanted to get everything, oh, you would have to put some time in and probably some money. Yeah, this is the opposite. Yeah. It's strange. But anyway, let's not get into that because mobile gaming. Um, so, yeah, I against my better judgment and against uh, not necessarily your advice, but I really should have listened to what you said. Um, I went to see Venom. Oh, um, damn. And I, but you know me. I just like going to cinema on my own at like, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon. Have some lunch, go and watch a film. Don't care what it is. Cost me a fiver down my local cineplex. Great. That that's a good good little afternoon for me. And even when a film's bad, you know, at least it gives us something to talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I, I mean, the first Venom, I didn't like. No. <laughs> so I wasn't really holding out much hope about the second one, but it it genuinely, I mean, it surprises me two things. One, how many people seem to be liking it. Uh, and seem to be going to see it because this is the first film I've seen. Even when I went to see James Bond, the cinema was 90% empty. And <laughs> and that was about the same time, you know, mid-afternoon. Um, but this was, I mean, probably about a third to a half full at like one or two o'clock in the afternoon. I wow. genuinely couldn't believe it. It was crazy. Um, and it was, you know, on a weekday or whatnot. Um, and the other thing is how much worse than the first one <laughs> maybe I, I don't know whether i probably should have watched rewatched the first one but i don't think i can bring myself to do it but there are certain things i just can't quite remember i i remembered going into it that you know the and it's quite important but they they run through it one of the most important things is that you the only way of killing one of these symbionts is um sound or fire so really loud high-pitched noises and fire okay mm. And it's very important because it, you, you know from the trailer that Carnage and Venom are going to fight and how are they going to kill each other, you know, or how is one of them going to win? Um, they introduce pretty early on, they got Woody Harrelson's character, they show him as a kid at the beginning, and then they show Shriek, or it turns out to be Shriek, basically, um, who is, in the comics, another symbiote. Um, in this, no, it's just a woman who can scream really loudly and you know, destroy glass and burst someone's eardrum and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's, um, she's got this sort of superpower and turns out that her and Woody Harrelson, uh, are in love. They're both in this mental asylum and they're in love. Now, first of all, she's played by uh, an actress who's, 
I think, in her thirties. Yeah. Um, Woody Harrelson is sixty odd. Yeah, they they tried really hard to sort of de-age him, not by Disney Marvel methods, but literally by making sure his hair is dyed, yeah, making back. him wear, yeah, making him wear sort of you know youthful looking clothes. And you're supposed to believe that these guys are exactly the same age and they're in love and whatever. Um, so that's that's you know by and by that's just okay. Bad casting, probably shouldn't have done that. But but then when they introduce a character who, oh, look, she can scream really high-pitched and loud and destroy things immediately. And I, all right, well, that's how they're going to beat Carnage. Yeah. You know, she's going to turn on her, her inverted commas, boyfriend at the end. And yeah, that, that's it. Venom's going to win. Um, spoilers. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Um, <laughs> then you've got things like, so these films, you often will have a bit of a build-up in that you'll have... Um, Obviously, Carnage gets created um, just in such a ridiculous way. You've all seen it from the trailer. Yeah. He bites Tom Hardy's character um, and then drinks some of his blood and then turns out that blood has symbiote in it and then creates a new symbiote. Um, and then the action from there on is is Carnage escaping from prison, um, you know, destroying some buildings and killing cops and all that sort of stuff. But at no point the Venom and Carnage like cross paths until the very end of the film so most of the time you will have these little you know there'll be a fight somewhere in the middle maybe the end of the second act where the the good guy just get you know gets beaten but the other guy they get away and he has to recover and he's like oh you know this guy's too strong for me and then it'll come back at the end they'll have a fight and then he has to win at no point until the finale do these two characters meet and now this film's like what an hour and a half right yeah it's really short like you, uh, you, you'll, you'll often hear me complain that some films are too long. This was way too short for an action film. At the same time, especially when I, I don't, especially when they're bringing in a new character like you yeah, know, Carnage. Exactly, stuff, people have been dying to actually see. Yeah, in, in the but, screen. but that's so. That's probably the first quarter, like at least a quarter of the movie, a third movie maybe. It's just the origin of of Carnage, and then the other part of it is is Venom and Tom Hardy, sort of. You know, just being this odd couple with Venom, just like, I want to eat people. And he's like, you can't eat people. We had an agreement. Eat the chickens. No, the chickens are my friends. I cannot eat the chickens. And it's just this stupid, like, Laurel and Hardy back and forth comedy bit for about 20 minutes of the movie. And then it's all about him and his ex-girlfriend and Venom really wants them to get back together. But then she's got a new boyfriend and... It's just, Who it's, again? You knew was going to play a massive part in it. The yeah, that... uh, absolutely. Well, if they cast, if you cast Michelle Williams in a film, then she's going to be, you know, she's not just going to be playing a bit part. No, like, I meant so... like Dan or whatever his name is. You know, her fella. Oh, okay, like, right, right, right. Yeah, the, the, like the minute he went to escape and he turned around to him and was like, "Remember fire and noise." Yeah, and I was fire like, "Oh, okay, right, okay interesting then. So, noise." Yeah. yeah, so he was like, "Right, okay." So obviously we've got the shrieker who's going to do the noise. Yeah. Well, how are we going to utilize this guy we've randomly brought back again just for like two minutes? Oh, I'll tell you what, he can bring the fire. So I was like waiting yeah. for it, and like you said, yeah, you expected true. it, and it was like, "Oh, there we go, shock horror." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Not good. Yeah. No. Good. Um, and the thing is, so. Shriek again, as I mentioned in 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 comics and whatnot, she's a symbiote. Like she's she's even on the on the Spider Man ride in Universal Studios. Yes, <laughs> she she is in that, and it's you know so she's not some little bit 
character that no one really knows. You know, she has been regularly part of the Sinister Six and all sorts of stuff. Yet they do not feature that version. They go to the to, to even to the point where they turn um, his girlfriend, so Michelle Williams' character, into a symbiote. Yeah, but they don't bother like making her into one, which <laughs> just seems real like a complete wasted opportunity. And also, it's I like, I mean. You, you know how Venom is sort of, when he's actually Venom, it's this really big, looks like, it almost looks like The Rock, proper big, muscly guy. Yeah. Yeah, then when they turn Michelle Williams' character into into a symbiote, so Venom literally takes her over. It's this real, you know, slim, little, curvy woman character. Yeah. It just, it's, it seemed like a really yeah, weird, odd choice. Like, this isn't a film from the 90s. Like, it just... Why, like, why such a huge difference? I don't know. It, it, it seemed very, very strange. And the thing is, it, it's not even like you could say, well, that's what, um, what Tom Hardy looks like. No, because Venom takes over Lots three of or four different yeah. people and they all, he, he always looks like that. Like there's a bit where he's walking around a, a fancy dress party and everyone's like, oh, it's an amazing costume. And it just, I don't know. It, another really stupid, pointless 10 minutes of the film. Um, just to sort of get you from A to B of them. Oh no, he's left Tom Hardy and now we're not going to have Venom anymore. How's he going to beat Carnage? Oh no, they made up now. Great. Um, The only remotely interesting thing, and it was the same in the first one, they had to tease what the next villain's going to be. And in this, they tease the toxins coming. So Toxin is another. So Carnage is the son of Venom. Toxin is the son of Carnage. Mm. So the the cop guy played by Stephen, um, what's his name? The dude from Light of Duty. I can't yeah. remember his, his surname. but yeah. yeah, again, another guy who's really taken a payday by making a, a, a Marvel action film. Mm. Um, it's Stephen Graham. <laughs> um, so they tease that he's going to be toxin because his eyes flash blue after he's had a fight with, with Carnage. Um, but that surely that just shows, like, it doesn't have to constantly be Venom against another symbiote. Why, why? That was the first film. That's the second film. And now clearly that's going to be the third film. Like, what, they, can they not come up with anything else? And then at the same time, how many different ways can you bring fire and sound into the equation to kill the other symbiote? It just it feels like they're writing themselves into a corner where they cannot be remotely creative with with mm-hmm. with the action and with the finales and whatever happens um so you know i get it that that's quite a nice a cool idea that they're at least teasing that but then at the same time i know everyone had been talking about this um big 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 spoilers but the very end te- like the after credit scene teases that he has now been brought into the mcu so there's a weird moment where he, um, Venom tells him to close his eyes and he's going to show him all the history, of, like a little snippet of his life about when he was on the symbiote planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he closes his eyes, there's a big flash and then suddenly he jumps into a... He's in a different room. He's suddenly in a hotel room and the TV's on and it is the moment when J. Jonah Jameson is revealing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man from, mm-hmm. from um, Far From Home. Um, and I just, I mean, in a, like say a third to a half full, I was just, I just audibly was just like, nope, nope. <laughs> and cause I don't, I just don't want it. I don't want it. 
tap you don't need to bring him into the spider-verse i was quite happy being like i wasn't sure whether venom was anything to do with the mcu because obviously it's sony who also have spider-man so was it you know one day were they going to have some kind of crossover i don't know but the fact that they've just acknowledged no this always was a different universe but now we've brought him into the the mcu um it's just unnecessary yeah i i think it's only to pull to, uh, um tom tom Hardy, yeah not tom fucking Holly. Tom, tom holland uh, tom holland yeah. Into into a Venom film. Into a Venom film. It that's the yeah. that's the only reason we're not going to see Tom Hardy's Venom in any Marvel. I don't. I don't know. I feel apart like apart from No Way Home or whatever, that's where it. they literally go right. Open I hope the that's ball, all it is. Bring him in, and then because the like Tom Holland and Kevin Feige and everyone keep saying this is the end of the trilogy. This is like you know the the deal went like this is it now for for Tom Holland as Spider Man yeah. for now. So. Yeah, it makes perfect sense for him to be like, right, okay, everyone was content having Venom, like, you know, having their own little universe without having Spider-Man in it. But yeah. then they've realized that, yeah, but actually we probably need at least one Spider-Man film, like one okay. film with Spider-Man in. So I think it'll be a case of No Way Home is literally him at the end going, shit, I'm getting pulled through a portal to go into the Sony-verse. There's No Way Home from this. And then at the end of that I don't film, want. I don't want that that to ever be uttered in the Spider-Man film. You know, when you see those supercuts <laughs> of people in films saying the title of the film. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. I don't don't let him say, there's no way home from this. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I think Simply it's going to happen. Simply won't have it. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that's that's going to set up, like, the, ult- like the, the last one of all the pieces after, like, Mobius and after Venom 3 and all that. I think that's when you'll get, like, the Spider-Man film with them in, and then depending on how that goes, we'll either fuck him off back to the MCU mm. for his own little new trilogy again, or yeah. they'll just keep on allowing him to do crossovers in random I, universes. Yeah. I would be pretty happy if they decided that, yeah, that okay, we've 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 launched this Spider-Man franchise now, and we've got this perfect Spider-Man, um, but then they bring in Miles Morales as ultimate spider-man for the mcu yes so they can still have their own one that i that would be great at the same time i just can't see them having two miles morales franchises because the the spider the into the spider-verse animated uh series is still ongoing yeah so uh, you know we'll see it wasn't just a one-off we'll, we'll see what they do with it but that that would be interesting to me if they did that i i, I reckon we we will get him We'll definitely get Miles Morales in the MCU. Oh yeah, there's no way. Then there's no way they won't do it at some point. I mean, whether, I whether it is it'll from be this. in this, it'll yeah, got to be. If they're bringing all the universes together, the multiverse together, you've got to see a Miles Morales somewhere in it. Potentially, yeah. Be interesting to see who's going to play him. Mm-hmm. Um, but we won't we won't go on about this. Maybe we can talk about it next week. But um, Spider Spider Man um, No Way Home. It still still has its original release date, hasn't it? It's the yes. other stuff that's been pushed back. Yeah. And Eternals is out in about two weeks, right? It is indeed. God, we've got so much going so much coming out in October and then beginning of November, it's insane. Everything just got pushed back and pushed back with everything over the last year. Um yeah. so maybe that's yeah, we'll talk about that next week. But um yeah, at least that's still coming out. I'm and... just I'm just annoyed though that, that Doctor Strange is pushed back because it was coming out on my birthday and then they're oh. like, right, pushing it back till May now and like, oh, 
So, but everything has been pushed back to the release date of the following film, right? Yeah. So it's just everything sort of stepped back one. So there must be a gap. And I'm guessing that was the Doctor Strange gap, was there now that's been left? Yeah, it must be now. Mm. Something's happening in March. Yeah. Be interesting. Never mind, eh? Mm. Right. I think we've talked enough, but yeah. Um, sorry if you've just had Venom spoiled, but at the same time, not sorry. You just, you know, <laughs> you, brought you really cared. If you really cared, you'd have seen it by now. Yes. And if you haven't, I've just saved you from uh, a, a, a very, very painful hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Completely. Right. Well, thank you again for joining, Reg. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Yeah, I don't know why I always say thanks for having me when I've been the joint host of this for oh yeah, what absolutely. like eight years or something, and I'm always like thanks True. for having me on, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I fucking co-host yeah. it forever. So I imagine if if Sean came on and said thanks for having me, I'd be like, oh, you're welcome because yeah. rare you make a fucking as appearance a, as a one-off. Yeah. But, yeah, the fact that I say it every week, I'm like, I don't know why I say that. Mind, eh? Interesting. Yes. But right, well, same time next week. Indubitably. Okay, thank you for listening, everyone. See you soon. Toodles. Bye. Bye.